get right to Timothy Chubb, CIO of Gerard Division of Univest Wealth. Timothy, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about the, the Fed-induced sell-off that we're seeing today. What were your key takeaways from what we heard from Powell and what we're seeing in response from the markets? Yeah, well, I think obviously equities got a bit of ahead of themselves, you know, by taking, you know, sort of the interpretation that we heard during the July meeting that you would see the pace of slowing of, you know, really the tightening of monetary policy start to pick up and um, somehow not thinking that the FOMC would be restricted for some reason, but really just saying that we're not going to see 75 basis point rate increases, you know, on an ongoing basis. And so um, there's been a lot of narrative from Fed officials, you know, today, this morning in Jackson Hole, really getting into um, just you know, looking at as we increase interest rates the remainder of the year, getting close to that three and a quarter, three and a half percent uh, Fed funds rate, that looking to keep things at that level in restrictive you know territory for a longer period of time. So I think the bond market saying you know this is not really new news. Um, we we were prepared for this, but you know equities obviously you know started to see a little bit more of a pivot and, and some optimism around the negative data we've seen. Yeah, investors, stock investors really wanted to see a, a more dovish Fed, and I certainly can't spin what Powell had to say into the dovish camp, at least today. So how do you think investors should be positioning their portfolios, given that we know the Fed is committed to fighting inflation with interest rate hikes? Yeah, well, I think here in the short term, you have to be really cautious ahead of the jobs report next week. You know, if you look at the last eight jobs reports, we have seen uh, seven of them be consensus. And so, uh, you know, we've got some really strong labor market data points recently. You look at uh, the, the the results that we had in July, they were really favorable. And I think even encouraged the Fed uh, to continue the foot, you know, on the brakes. But uh, I think moving ahead, when you look at the shape of the yield curve, it really tells you what you need to know about how to invest in equities on a go forward basis. And we've had such a steep yield curve, you know, coming out of the pandemic recession and uh, obviously that you know basically implies that you know growth is accelerating and the future is optimistic but as we continue to get into this inverted category you know inverted yield curve and this flat yield curve um, really saying that you know things are going to be not nearly uh, not just growing you know moving forward but you know continuing to accelerate I think you have to start looking at some of these longer duration names and you know we feel very uh, confident that you know looking at some of these companies that the prior guest mentioned that have high margins have great pricing power strong balance sheets um, and ultimately are going to be less uh, price sensitive, um, you know, is, is really the you know, areas that we think are, are really positive to look at for the market right now to hide out in. And you, it looks like I'm just looking at your notes here. It looks like you also like healthcare, so you're maybe favoring growth, but also being a little bit defensive at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Favoring uh, growth on the duration side of things, you know, cyclical, uh, I say, you know, growth is um, for cyclical stocks high enough half the time. And so, you know, it's really some of those long duration names, you know, healthcare, some of these stocks that, you know, were perceived as cyclical, as a prior guest mentioned, Danaher, uh, we live with Thermo Fisher and, you know, for full disclosure, something we're, we're recommending to clients and I personally own. Um, but it's also, I think, an area to, uh, beyond that, you know, to look into is areas that have been underinvested, um, especially with asset management and banking. Um, these categories where, especially on the technology side of things, where um, you know, investment just hasn't kept up to the levels. And one of the things we heard so much through you know, corporate earnings calls last quarter was that you know, budgets really weren't getting cut. Um, and and you know, um, as far as you know, continuing to spend on CapEx is, is really you know, pretty favorable moving forward. So again, asset management, banking on the software side of things, and again, under investment in infrastructure as well, as we look to see uh, ground break you know, sometime in mid-2023. Ultimately, where do you see this market going? 
Well, I think lower uh, by the end of the year, uh, honestly. You know, we priced in about 85% of the recession. And although we don't think that we're um, in the midst of one right now, I think we'll likely see earnings estimates you know, continue to decline as the economic you know, uh, environment looks you know, continually more and more cloudy. And uh, the chances continue to increase for the Fed to ultimately send us in a recession. I mean, the big, you know, Takeaway from today is that uh, we're going to see some economic pain, which is you know implying this uh, increase in the in unemployment rate. And I think the last you know summary of economic projections was expecting about 800,000 Americans out of the labor market, um, you know, looking for jobs, you know, uh, by you know around this time next year by the Fed. And so, you know, I think with that backdrop and the continual strength that we've seen in the labor market. Um, there's really no end in sight for you know the, the Fed to continue tightening at least here in the short term, and I think the market's got it wrong that we're going to be looking at you know starting to price in um, some rate decreases and, and cuts you know in the early part of next year. So are stocks ultimately the best place to be right now if you expect this market to move lower? We, we favor fixed income uh, much more right now. All those spreads have definitely come in recently, and we had a nice little opportunity there, both on the investment grade and, and below investment grade credit, uh, when we really saw you know spreads widen out earlier this summer. Uh, that seems to be you know at least in our perspective a better you know place to hide out in the markets. You know if you look at I think you know long term interest rates, we've seen them catch a bid today. I think investors are telling you that um, we've likely priced in a lot of the tightening, and um, while that may be the case, um, it's also implying that we may have not you know priced in, uh, or, or excuse me, we need to, you know, take out the, the uh, excuse me, the rate cuts, you know, early part of next year. So we find fixed income and on the shorter end of the curve, much more attractive. And while we should, you know, could see a little bit more of a sell off there, uh, if the Fed needs to raise rates, perhaps a little bit more in early 2023. But I think the um, opportunity, you know, is, is set is, is really a little bit more uh, asymmetric at this point relative than where we started in earlier in the part of the year. All right. Well, we appreciate your outlook and your picks. Timothy Chubb, CIO of Girard, a division of Univest Wealth. Thanks so much.